Still Cool Sports Podcast. This is Liz. This is Remy. And uh, we're back. I'm still yeah. editing the last episode, by the way, but it will be out. It's how we roll. That's how we do it. Yeah. When, when the season starts, the episodes could, will be more like, do, okay, do, 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 do. here's a week, here's a week, here's a week of basketball. Yeah. You know? I mean, there's other sports, but. There are, there are. We're going to talk about some other sport things today. Some other sports, but basketball is like the. That's what mostly what we talk about. Yes. Yes. That is true. Just like before we got on, you were talking about Michael Jordan dropping 55 because he was je- jealous. Yeah. You're talking about motivation, yeah. what motivates yeah. you when jealousy or pettiness motivates you. Yeah. Stories about him, you know, he's going to play in the garden. You fly to you fly in the day before, the day off. You fly in, you take Patrick Ewing and John Starks and all those guys out mm-hmm. to dinner, and he'd wear his rings on his finger. Yeah, he beat them already. <laughs> but he just wants—I I see Michael Jordan being petty, very petty. Uh, so wait, who was, like the pettiest? Some, yeah, he's the pettiest. There are some. I don't know who it was. It wasn't a basketball player. I think it was Bow Wow, somebody, or some some famous singer or something, was saying that Michael Jordan went to the house when he went to see them. He threw away their out their Iversons because he didn't have Jordans. Threw the Iversons in the garbage. There's a certain type of animal that you have to be. I think Kobe was like that. Yeah, I can see Kobe being like that too. Yeah, I feel like Kobe, I don't know, mellowed over the years. I think we just seen the softer side of him because he just had all girls. Yeah, so that's breaking him down. So he, so for for what they would see from like people taping him, he tapered down because he didn't want them to see him as that person. But on the court, you could tell. Like he was never, he never was happy. Smile, but he didn't look happy. He always looked like he was trying to, he was in the mode to get hurt people. Yeah. What? I don't think there's a player like that in the NBA right now. No. There's not one guy. You know what? I'll take that back. And then maybe there's the only person that I can think of. I'm not saying better than anybody. But no, but person like personality intensity. That has that, person, that, has that, that intense personality is, well, two people. It's Shea Gilchrist Alexander and Jamal Murray. Those guys don't look happy. Jamal Murray does not look happy. Yeah. He, score, he just does what he needs to do to score the basket. He's not dancing with the ball. He's coming off the screen, shooting, like, at, shooting. It's, it's just no like right. flash. Right. And I think that's the thing for me. Like a lot of these guys score and they're super talented, but there's so much flash around them. Yeah. To me, it's like, yeah, I get it. Get excited. But like shooting the three and pointing to your vein, like there's ice. So I know there's ice water in your veins. And I I get it. I get where it comes from. But but it doesn't speak to like you being a beast. It's supposed to be like, so entrenched in the game that you can't yeah you're you're like Kawhi Leonard like it's like they can't get emotionally happy in the game yeah Kawhi because, Leonard's a bit intense like he doesn't yeah, so intense like he's just, I, I love I, I love say him. I think you got anybody talking, I, I I now that we're talking about the way we're describing it I think 
Evan Mobley a little bit. He never really mm-hmm. looks happy. Mm-hmm. He he does not that smile. There was actually the Cavs put up school day pictures of of the Cavs when they were little. It was very cute. And Evan Mobley's picture looks unhappy. Same thing. Like six years old, and he's just like, you like, know, they're, like they're, they're, they're very, like outside of the the game. They're very mellow people. Yeah, but it's just something about like that focus. If you look at older highlights, that's all you've seen on the court. There are so many players on that court: Barkley's, Ewing's, Elijah Warren. You can't even see. I, like I couldn't at first just like see Elijah Warren's name and picture him like laughing on the court. Was it that time? You didn't laugh yeah. on the court, right? But yeah, I, I yeah, think, I, yeah. I see I think, what you're saying. I think, yeah. the, I think the players took the game. The way they played the game was more like we want to win every game, and we're playing no matter as long as we can get on the court with this injury, we're going to play. They were they were more like yeah. Well, and that could be why they weren't smiling. They were just in pain a lot more. <laughs> Pour on some drugs to keep keep them on the court. <laughs> but this actually, you know, this is a good segue into. One I of the know. things that we were going to talk about, right? And I was going to talk about some other stuff from our last episode first, but I think we're just, this is just like a perfect segue into the new rule. So, you know, players in the past were obviously in a lot of pain. They played through injuries, all this stuff. Players today have been accused of being a little soft because, you know, they sit more. Load management is a thing. Well, not anymore. Any more ish. Any more ish. 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 Yeah. So, okay. So, so the new, let's go over what the new rule is. So, it's, remind me what it's called again. The, so it's called the, it's called the, the, the new PPP mandate. So, what is that PPP? So, player participation policy. That's right. 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 So, it's like, Players rest no more than one off. So teams can rest no more than one star player for a game. Right. For purposes of the restriction, right. a star player is defined as someone who's at all-star level. Right? So basically, yeah, they've either been nominated to an all-NBA team or, or they've had like what, like two all-star appearances or an all-star appearance or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Now, if you ask me, that is not a mean thing. That's just like, listen, at the end of the day, this is the product that we're selling to make right. you guys get paid a atrocious amount of money. You have to play. Right. There was a game when Miami came to Cleveland and they played and literally all the Miami starters sat. Like all of them, the injury report. Like, well, come so, on, so, all of them? But people don't like rules, you know? Like, and sometimes with away games, they'll like try to do that or back-to-backs or whatever. But come on, I go to a game in Cleveland or I go to a game in Toronto because I want to see the home team. I obviously support the home teams. But I'm also like, oh, I'm going to get to see this player too. And you're excited about seeing, I mean, we've talked about this many times on this podcast, but you're excited to see Luca. You're excited to see Steph Curry or... You know, Kevin Durant doesn't play that much, but, you know, a lot of other players who don't get hurt. So if, you know, the Cavs are playing Miami and like all their starters are sitting, great. What did I just pay $150 for these tickets, you know, for my ticket, for one ticket, $200 for one ticket for. So, you know, I get it. 
definitely get it. Yeah, so funny about this because I like it. Yeah, I'm going to go through all of it right now. Okay. And then we can talk about it. So, because so we'll just talk about another part we even said. So, teams have to make star players available for national televised games yes. and in season tournament games. Yes, that one is, I think. That one, that one was, remember I was talking about, yo, you could rest your star players and bring up the G League guys. Nope. Not. <laughs> nope. Nope, you cannot. You cannot. So balance the number of one game rest absences a star player occurs at home games versus road games. Their recommendation is players sit more home games than road games. Because again, you're right. Sometimes you only go to one place to play once a year. If you're resting on that day, that's not fair to the ticket buyers. Right. So I, I don't mind that one. Refra refrain from any long-term shutdown when a star stops participating in games or appears only in a, like a reduced role that could affect the integrity of the game. And have any healthy players resting. I, I feel like, is that the uh, Kyrie Irving rule? <laughs> no, this rule is if you're a star and you think you're going to shit out and not play in an NBA game. Right. You can't do that. Yeah. David Lillard. He, like, if you go that's what team, I mean. Like Kyrie Irving, you, you get you get kind of pissed or I mean, I'm not saying he was pissed. He had back you know, vaccine issues, but whatever. Or yeah, Damian Lillard, you're like, I don't want to play on this team. You you can't do that. Yeah. Yeah, and also they have like this. The policy has like exemptions. The policy includes exemptions from injuries, personal absences, as well as pre-approved absences and back-to-back -back schedules. Circumstance based on player's age, career workload, and serious injury history. So again, Kawhi can rest, right? Jamal Murray's. Can rest. Kevin Durant can rest. The players can still rest, right? If they need to, but they have to get pre-approved. So you're gonna have to put in that request early, right? And then NBA will approve it, and then there will be something that goes out so the people that buy your tickets can see that they're not going to be playing in that game. So right. don't buy that four hundred dollar ticket to the Lakers game to watch Kawhi. He's not going to be. Right. right. That's a yes. And also all but what's interesting about this, because only two players, a team can rest two players at a star players at a time. Yeah. So if you have say Kawhi wants to rest and and then like how do you make as a team, how do you manage say Kawhi wants to rest and what Russell Westbrook, right? No. Yeah. Westbrook. Westbrook also. Oh, no, Westbrook. Westbrook. Like, wait, who is he playing for right now? He's on the Clippers. Yes. And, but yeah, Westbrook will, so there's, there's, there is an exemption. So the career, the, the a player like LeBron James, Kevin Durant, and Chris Paul, I think Westbrook will fall under there too, who are at least 35 years old before opening night. Oh, right. They are exempt from the, from the rest. Resting. Oh, okay. So they wouldn't count as a star player no, resting. No, 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 no. Oh, okay. Because they're well, old they, men, and you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. You want to? You want base going on to a Lakers game on LeBron? Because what they're basically doing right now, it doesn't. This is this rule is not for. Uh, 
stars that we know. This rule is to is for the younger players so they don't fall into the game. And they're not training themselves to take rest. You know what I mean? Like to know that they right. could take nights off. Well, they actually And I think this is to kind of address some of the issues where you see like when you see a team like Miami rest all of their starters. Like, come on. Come on. Well in Popovich, he rested the whole Spurs starting lineup. Well, or the, or the other thing I think, too, is they're trying to address that and like intentional tanking. Right. So, yes, rest the whole Spurs starting lineup so that you can get a draft pick so you can get Victor Wembanyama. Like that's not going to happen anymore. Well, you know what? This is where people this is where coaches are going to make their bones. Right. How good are you at at resting your team without so the violations are. Hundred thousand dollars the first time, two hundred fifty thousand the second time, and a million dollars the third time. And every single time after the million, it's just another million and two hundred fifty thousand. And is that is that the team pays that or the yeah, player? Yeah. Oh, the team. Okay. Yeah. So it's got to be worth it if you're going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And I think I think for the league, it's like listen. We're about to go into this. This is, this is the first, and this is the second year of like the full on TV deal where the deals are so balloon now. Right. Just they're in it now. You've sold a product to all these channels for billions of dollars, and you can't even get half of your stars to play all the time, like all on a time. regular basis. On a, yeah. yeah I, I think it was something that had to get addressed. It doesn't happen in any other sport. Right. Well, the thing is, other sports are, you know. I would do. I think you can't really do it in other sports. It's harder to do. Like the NFL. I mean, a problem with the NFL is that they have too many games really for the players to like stay healthy. I mean, they have a lot of problems where they have to address player health. So the NFL should have a resting policy, but it doesn't. One, because you need so many players on the field. And players just get hurt. And the NFL still has players that play hurt, like, all the time. Every um, player in the NFL plays hurt. Right. So, and then baseball, you they've built in a pitching rotation. And the rest of baseball, I mean, it's not really, like, you're not really getting hurt you know, that much. But you, know, but you know what the thing is with baseball? Like, like I think what's, like. Now, soccer, I don't know. Soccer, they probably rest more. Well, so, well, if they if the second half happens and and you're up, you just so like start right and start yeah. to play that game. Yeah. So I guess you get the rest there. I think in baseball, the injuries in baseball are more career threatening than any other sport because when the pitching motion that you throw is not a natural right. throwing motion, so you're right. gonna need like they get Tommy John surgery. That's two years that they're not pitching playing. Yeah. Their Achilles injuries are, are even worse because sometimes you're just not in motion and someone hits a ground ball and you try to take off with so much speed. And you can. You disrupt or something. Yeah, that's true. And, and, and I think in basketball, the injuries in basketball are so common. You've been getting them since you were started playing like that. The jam fingers, the ankles, you know, the like sprained football. ankles. Yeah, the football has, has more common injuries too. So I think 
players yeah. don't build up kind of like a, a tolerance to certain things. Well, an interesting sport talking about sort of rest management, load management, which people don't think about is tennis. And there's a lot of criticism that, you know, the, uh, Serena, the Williams sisters got and Serena Williams in particular for like not playing all the tournaments and for sitting out tournaments and just playing in the big ones. And a lot of that, you don't know, but was it around managing her rest and not really worrying too much about her ranking and, and all of that. So that that's a sport where people don't always think about that kind of thing, but that it also does happen. But speaking of, I had sent you a list. That was the big one we wanted to talk about. I did want to talk about, well, we're still on the NBA. I did want to give you your flowers for Team Canada. In the last episode, we did not know how they would do. The U.S. choked magnificently. Team Canada got its first medal ever in a Basketball World Cup, a bronze medal. It will be going to the, they will be going to the Olympics. So congratulations. Germany won. And, you know, a meme I saw today was Dennis Schroeder last year wasn't even on an NBA team. And this year he won a gold medal in the Basketball World. Dennis Schroeder is walking in to play for the Toronto Raptors on a, on a high right now. Yeah. Yeah. That energy is coming to them. Yep. And he's going to look at them and be like, yo, we can beat all those teams in America. I just beat those stars. None of you guys were on that team. Yep. And you have better players in Toronto than some of the players on your, on your team in Germany. Now, can you, can you translate that? And, I, and this is the, the other thing I was talking to one of my friends about. I'm like, I first thought he was going to come off the bench. Yeah. But now I think they should start him until it doesn't work for you. Well, it's, this happened in, in, in Utah, actually. You know, the Cavs traded for Donovan Mitchell. They traded Laurie Markkinen. And one of the things that, you know, Larry Markkinen was, he was a starter in Cleveland a bit. I think they, they would kind of rotate. So he did start, but you know, he was not like a team leader or anything. But then I think the Utah coach or someone, someone from Utah, Salt Lake City, saw him play with the Finnish national team and was like, hey, this guy can do more. And so when he went to Salt Lake City, they had him doing more, essentially. And he ended up being an all-star. So, you know, sometimes players one they just need that boost and and this is where i think the basketball world cup can be beneficial for some players is that they get a chance to go and be a leader on a team that maybe in the nba they're not and they get it, it, it's confidence it, it's good reps like yeah. it's having this play in tournament is good reps right the in-season tournament in-season tournament is uh, in-season tournament. Sorry, in-season tournament is good reps because America losing as or the bad World as Cup, the basketball World Cup. Yeah, not the in-season. You're getting your tournaments confused here. Oh my god, in-season tournament in the NBA. The the the. the, the but we're yeah, talking about the basketball World Cup. Yeah, the basketball World Cup. USA <laughs> losing the basketball World Cup. Seems like the worst thing, I guess, for for USA players because, again, oh. it's a bunch of people sitting down with some analytical computer, picking players to go. 
and no tryouts, which is different from anywhere else. Well, you know, and now, and now all these players, because this is how, you know, the U.S. players are. Now they're saying, oh, I plan on going and playing on the Olympic team. I they plan. Play. There are, they have to win that gold. If, if the USA doesn't win gold in Paris, this USA basketball program thing is it's done. There, I mean, they have, to, they have to rebuild it from the ground up because... It's, 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 you know, it's not a bad thing, but this is the thing. I'm and we talked like, about it, last episode, we talked about Noah Lyle and the, the comment about, like, yeah. not being world champions, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. I never met a person that was so right, <laughs> but yet so wrong at the same time. <laughs> right? Like, one week, everybody was on this guy, and the next week, everybody's praising this guy. The internet, you can, listen, just say what you want. Be respectful, but stand on, stand ten toes on what you're saying. Because right. what you say will go, but it's, if it's good at one time, it's going to be bad at another time. It will come full circle. Stand on it. Don't delete the tweet. <laughs> don't, you heard it. You heard it here first. Don't delete the tweet. Believe in it. People are going to, people are going to come after you. It's just the way the internet, that's the way social media is built. Yeah. So one week, something. one week you're the enemy and the next week you're like, yeah. Of you're saying, then, yeah, you're, you know, you're, you're, wise you're, God, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, you're saying something. And this is why I think, like, even NBA expert analysis and people that have these, like, these accounts, right? There's no accountability. So they're able to be like, to say things, say these trades should happen. Right. To basically sit there, make millions and millions of dollars to kind of, Put down and be little young men because these basketball players are not grown men. Well, it's half and half. It depends. Well, yeah, but sure, thirty-five. You're just getting there. You're starting at like twenty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, the young, the young ones are are so they're so like, young. Yeah, they're, they're so young, and you know, like we've seen a young basketball player get himself into a little bit of trouble. Yes, is that what we're gonna? Yeah, well, let's let this. Yeah, there's. Let's let's wait. We'll talk about. We want to talk about that. We do want to talk about that. We yeah, want to talk about that. I, I wasn't going. I didn't want to, but I feel like. I think we have to. What else was in my? I mean, I wanted to talk about some some NFL developments as well. Yeah. Only okay. that. Let's 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 do that. Let's do that. Let's talk about that. Just, Giannis asking for a trade. I sent you that too. We well, didn't ask. He nobody implied. Wants, nobody wants this guy. He's got to face it. He knows that he's not as great as he can. As he's just well, complaining. I'm going to go work with the Kim Olajuwon. Nobody wants to come work out with me. I'm not going to work with anybody. They should come work out with me. And Evan Turner's like, nobody could, wants to come to Milwaukee to work out with you and your brothers. He's, you know, like, like he... <laughs> <laughs> no one like, wants... Listen, I don't, like, I'm not a Giannis hater. You are a Giannis hater. You, I... I'm a truth teller. I don't think he's that good of a basketball player. I think he's a phenomenal athlete. And he's figured out a way to use that athleticism and strength to dominate the game. But he doesn't have enough game to just go anywhere and win. This, I think this is an issue for a lot of, I hate to say this, for a lot of European players is they're very, they're very good athletes. Not all of them. Not obviously the Eastern Europeans. The Eastern Europeans seem to be able to like get it. 
and and you know case by case on some of the others but it's kind of how i feel about siakam you know i'm a siakam hater and like a lot of these the european players like they should be playing soccer they're just too tall (laughs) put them in goal like make them be goalies uh and you know i think that yeah some of the european players they just they're very good athletes. They can do things, but their game isn't white. It doesn't have the edge that American players have or Canadian players for that matter. That's all I'll say there. It's no shade off them being, you know, good athletes and they can play. They obviously have made it to the NBA. Feel free to disagree with that statement. <laughs> Remy is having problems with his headphones. Can you hear me? There you go. So, yes, what are your thoughts on the quality of European players? Or just Giannis is just you don't like? That's a tough question for me. I Listen, I think it's just the game is just different. The way they learn the game is mm-hmm. different. Right. Right? It's why they're able to dominate in World Cup settings because their right. style of play matches that that style right right play-ins you don't have to be the best all season mm. you just got to come you just got to make sure you make it to that play-in that round robin if you beat yep. that number one team you yeah. can get up there right like, right it, it, it's it's the the nba is kind of like you could dog the season and just play to get in if you're good enough and then turn it on in the playoffs, right? They say it even on shows. They talk about, oh yeah, well, like Miami. Players, yeah, they turn it on when it's time, right? That's not that's just that's not the luxury in in basketball abroad. It's not the luxury. Like turn it, you're always getting knocked out. And I think even like even not even in basketball or soccer, where when if you if you're not good, you get demoted. Your team, your whole team gets gets regulated <laughs> down a level. But even if, like, even if you're not a soccer player, if you just grow up in in Europe, that's what you see, like for your sport, right? Like you see players, you see teams. Like your your favorite soccer team is not in Premier League because they're not good. Where you come from, that's a big deal. Right, so you, so your 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 pride for your team is huge, and also, I mean, look, wasn't it like did Italy not? Was it Italy didn't make it in the World Cup this last uh-uh. World Cup? Uh-uh. So I mean, I know some Italians that did not like that. Pissed, uh, yeah, a lot of people pissed. But that's the thing. Imagine the NBA; they're like, you know what? They have two leagues. They could demote, or like. Cleveland gets demoted. The Spurs for for tanking end up in the G League as a whole team. And they've got to pull their way out of that. Could you imagine the competition in the NBA if the stakes are your team could go into the G League? Right? Like, you don't want to. I mean, that would, that would, they wouldn't even need the the PPE agreement. No, 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 they would. They would just like, yeah, I mean, I've had discussions with my brothers about how they should have regulation, you know, demote like in in the NBA and other sports or like the NFL. The NFL really needs it because there's some teams that should just never, never be 
in the like yeah, football. Islands. Football, honestly, is such a hard sport. I'm not saying basketball is not a hard sport. Yeah, but football is a tough sport. Well, because, I mean, because it, it hurts. It, it's it's not like you have the next day or a day like two days later to get revenge on a team or go back and redeem yourself. You have to wait sometimes seven days. Years, sometimes years. Or if it's in the playoffs, you may have had, like, remember, like, the Patriots, they were perfect. They hadn't lost a game one season. And then they they lost the Super Bowl game. Of all games to lose, you lost the game at the end. I would have took a loss any day in the season to have the W at the end. That it's, it's. I, th- I think that's why the midseason tournament, the NBA is trying to get the competitiveness. Right. Because it's hard. 82 games is tough. Baseball is the same thing. Yeah. I mean, the Blue Jays feel like, to me, are not competing. So I hope they don't make the playoffs because. I mean, I don't. Lost, I, I they, don't lost, they lost 10 nothing yesterday. And I was just like, this is how do you lose? A team is you came into the to that. To, I'm such on a rant right now with 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 sports teams. I'm oh, sorry. Just just rant away. We're we've now we're yeah ranting see, about the Blue Jays. See, see, as soon as you mentioned Giannis, my rails my rails went off. I know we we can't we have to be careful who we mention because like that <laughs> it's that trigger play, player for you, right? And you just go down the rabbit hole of just well, wanting to yeah. You know, I want to get angry mad at sports the, fan. The Blue Jays. So the Blue Jays came into the came into the the series that they're playing right now against the Texas Rangers, a game and a half above the Texas Rangers in a wild card spot. They lost the first game like, all right, then they lost again yesterday, 10 to nothing. And I'm like, what is happening here? Don't you guys want to win? 10 to nothing. They only hit five singles. So you weren't playing. Yeah. So that's my rant. Baseball is really hard. Baseball is hard. Well, baseball is hard. It's a long season. There's a lot a of season. and it's like if you do good at the beginning, you might just taper off at the end. You never yeah. know. Like who it's thought hard to manage? I mean, ba- baseball. I think from a coaching perspective, is hard to manage for an entire season. It's it's a whole thing. I mean, so the NFL. You know, we t- we talked about yes. I did want to talk about the NFL. The last episode we were watching. The Chiefs game, you were we were ranting about how the NFL chooses a bad choice of game that's gonna be a blowout for the first game. Well, obviously we were wrong because the Chiefs lost. I was watching that game and I was like, oh my God. I was so wrong here. You were very wrong. But that's okay. We're often wrong. The Chiefs, yeah, the Chiefs lost. So they lost that game. It was a a bad call by the coach, but we'll 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 not you know sometimes coaches make bad calls. They lost that game. The Browns won. The Browns Browns won. We got something most importantly to talk about. This Aaron Rodgers. Okay. Oh yes, yes. Okay, that's yes. The Aaron Rodgers thing. So I'll say, talk about a player that um, triggers me. I am not an Aaron Rodgers fan. I am like less than an Aaron Rodgers fan. I never want to see somebody get injured. I I don't. But. Listen. I feel bad for the Jets. No, I don't feel bad. 
I some can't, of the right. I don't feel bad for any of these teams. I don't feel bad of bots. I want to buy you to win. You That's, can't feel bad. It's like this is what you like. It's a bit like his, ironic, honestly. He's not, he's not. He's not no spring chicken, man. That is very true. But see, right? they're seeing. They're seeing now. They're seeing Tom Brady who went out there, and I mean, Tom Brady's a, an alien. So he's definitely different, man. He's he's built different. He's he's gonna be. They're gonna be exhuming them his body in Mexico and in like two thousand years and be like, we found an alien. Of course. Yeah. Uh, yeah you're right he's not young anymore and uh, football is a hard sport it's hard on your body i mean what he made it four plays in and he's his achilles is done and there's certain say they were talking about astroturf he was talking about he didn't like the way their offense was set up and it left room for like him to be hit and all i have to say to all of that is so he was trying to blame everything else but not, not him not him but now the announcers are like talking about all these oh, things. Right. Like, oh, these are all the things that he had a little bit comp- like trying to justify the fact that his old ass <laughs> just got injured. Like he should have retired. Is what is this? Is this what no, you're? Not, not even retire. Like, it, it, I don't think it's for me. It's not about the retirement. It's like I'm not a I'm not the hugest fan of these like t- players switching I mean... so much teams, right? Okay. Okay, but let's let's say this. He is 39 years old. So, I think saying he maybe should have considered retiring instead of going to another team. Yeah, you, you went for the money. Is not unfair to yeah. like it's not no, Okay. Okay. Put it, it in that way. You yeah, know. That's that's fair. I can't say that like I I I don't understand why he went, right? Like, right. there's no guarantee that you were going to make the Jets win the Super Bowl. Yeah. So you have to have gone for the money. Yeah. And just because you couldn't deliver where you were, so you were trying to, like, make it seem like it was where you were. So you'll go somewhere else. Try to do what Tom Brady did. Nobody's yeah. Tom Brady. Exactly. That's why I said. Tom Brady is an alien. We've established that. There are some videos of Tom Brady shooting, like, basketball, like, jump shots. And he has like NBA style form, and he is like, he hits everything he shoots, and they're like, "Yo, this guy is not." But he's an athlete. He's an athlete through and through. And I, Tom Brady's kind of like built himself like that. He didn't come in the league as a super athlete. I know. I saw those yeah. pictures. There are yeah, pictures. There are pictures of his draft pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is yeah. nothing about Tom Brady that I would look at and be like, oh, yeah, that that dude. I'm going to. Nope. Nope. Not at all. He was he not. Built, he built that. Yeah. And you see, he's like, there's certain athletes that are like that. They could pick up any sport and kind of do it a little bit well. Oh, yeah. My one my one brother, he listens to this podcast. He's he's kind of like that. He, he can kind of play anything i feel like i mean this is giving him a little maybe it's too much credit maybe not now but he can kind of pick up anything and play it decently like he's not gonna like be a star but he can play a lot of sports i know this it's it's certain people can do that i've I've had friends that just like could easily like you'll be playing basketball then they're good 
and then you're in gym class and they're like, oh, we're going to do like badminton and they're beating everybody. They just, they just, they have the ability to like understand the game and just win. Yeah. And I, me personally, I never really was like that. I, I just played basketball and football and I mean, I I have some moments where I can pick up some things. I'm not, I'm stuff I'm not good at and stuff I'm okay at, you know, like it's, it's different. Like it's a little bit different, but I think, yeah, no, there are definitely just some, some athletes. I think like Tim Duncan was like that because wasn't he a swimmer and then he like went and played basketball. Yeah, he went and played. He didn't start. I don't think Tim Duncan played basketball till like like second last year of high school. Or something. Yeah, he was much older. So yeah, you know, it, yeah, there are people like the Tom, you know, the Tim Duncans and Tom Brady's of the world. I feel like I feel, I feel like big like big men centers in the NBA that pick up the game late are better than centers that have been centers all the time. Like the player, like. That's an interesting. Who, you know, like I remember it was when the it was when the Raptors were 2019 when they were I think they were playing the Lakers. Serge, no, Serge the Lakers. no, they beat they beat the Warriors the first game. Right. I think it was the Warriors. It was either the Warriors or or they beat Milwaukee. It was somebody that they beat in the game. And Danny Green and Pascal Siakam and Fred Van Vliet. They had to do their press conferences together, right? Because they're not the stars. They don't get their right. own time, right? Yeah. And the, the reporter was like, Pascal, how does it feel being like the second best player? Like, oh, breaking the record for the most points in the duo, beating Jordan and, and Pippen with Kawhi, and you've only been playing basketball for six years. And Danny Green sits beside him, and it's like six years, and Pascal just winks at him and smiles. <laughs> because he's thinking they're like, I've been playing my whole life, like, AAU and going through, yeah. and you basically picked this up, and you picked up all the right things because there's no bad habits because you're not playing. You didn't pick up those bad habits that you pick up when you're a kid, yeah. Three ball or anything that you're not picking up. The only thing you got was in the gym training. A lot of players that like just just picked up the game later have yeah. a little bit more fundamentals than. It's not necessarily bad to pick up a sport later. There's always, there's this huge sort of push, you know, especially in the U.S., I think more than in Canada, but in the U.S. to really start kids in sports at a very young age. And like, if you don't start them in a young age, then they don't learn and then they can't get on other teams and you have to do travel teams and all of this stuff. And, you know, I don't necessarily know if that's, what you need to be doing with every sport. Some sports, sure, maybe. It might be better to just cultivate a good, like, athletic mindset and, like, an idea of just games and physical activity in general and play. And then as you get, as a child gets older, kind of, like, look at, like, well, your body is like this and this, and you kind of like this. So this might be a good sport for you as opposed to like your four-year-old, like forcing them to, I don't know, do whatever sport you might think they could do. You know, I don't know. I think there's something to be said for starting some sports later. And, you know, that's a whole, we could do a whole podcast (laughs) and use sports and all the problems with them. 
But yeah, Aaron Rodgers. So so what do you think? Who should be the Jets quarterback now that Aaron Rodgers is out? They're just going to have to use their backup. They're not going to go get another quarterback. Who's their backup? I don't even know. Well, I think their backup would have been the quarterback that was there last year. I don't think they got rid of them. I'm not too sure. I did hear that Kaepernick's agent did reach out to the Jets as to get him in the league to be a backup, and the Jets turned him down. I think so. Wilson. Colin Kaepernick rants. Right? Okay, wait a minute. Hold on. Zach Wilson is their backup quarterback. Yeah, he's not a bad quarterback. So they they have such a good team that he could actually just do good if he could just. You know, just hand off the ball. Like, don't throw too much. As a quarterback, just don't have negative yards. Don't get sacked. Don't. don't get, yeah, try not to. Try not to. But I get so angry. Okay, with, the Colin Kaepernick rant. Yeah, yeah, I get angry with Colin Kaepernick rant. I get angry. We're really, we're really getting triggered today. This is a very triggering conversation. Like we're, we're hitting all our pain points. So a lot of people will be like, you know, like he stood up for something and he's getting crucified for it. And he, they're just wait, like he's just paying for it. He's never going to be in this league again. No team is going to take, a team could take a chance on him at any given time. Right. Even if he's a third string quarterback. Right. Pay him peanuts, put him on your team. Right. Right? You could do that. Any team could do that. Right. Yes, Kaepernick is too good. He's a good quarterback. And Uh... everything you you see from these new quarterbacks, the running, the gunning, he was really good at that. He could still do it at an elite level. If he comes back into the league, is he better than Patrick Mahomes? Patrick Mahomes is the face of the NFL right now. Do you just deface your what you've invested money in? So you think you think the reason Colin Kaepernick actually can't get on a team is because he's too good? Yeah, and everything about his That's story would be like the if if an NFL team signs Colin Kaepernick to be their quarterback, they're the number one team, even if their record doesn't show it. Every media outlet's going to follow him for the year. Yeah, he's going to be so much more of a focal point of the NFL than the NFL itself. And the the the, the GM, the GM, the owner, or what do they call him? What do they call him? What's Roger Goodell? What is he? Uh, the, the commissioner. commissioner? The commissioner. The commissioner. His ego is too big to let Kaepernick play in the NFL. Well, I don't even think it's the commissioner. I think it's the owner, some of those owners' egos. It's too full for me because really all the owners are bickering about it because they don't want the other owner to get him because of the value that he brings to that team. So it's like it's like it's all or none. I don't want I don't want you to get him. So we're gonna make it feel like we don't want him in this league at all. We're gonna push for that and don't sign this guy. This is but such it's not because- such a it's such a, it's such a shit show. It's so terrible. Like, it's really terrible. That's what it's come down to. And I think, you know, if you look at other sports, boxing and Muhammad Ali, if you look at Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in the NBA, like players were allowed to take stands on things and take very controversial stands and still play and their teams supported them. So eventually, even if they didn't like it. See, the thing is though with them, 
is the stance that they took was technically outside of the ring and off the court. You know what I mean? So Kaepernick was on the field a little bit, right? So it was on the camera. It was there for everybody to see. I think his stance, the situation may not have been as big as the other ones. Obviously, Kareem is going to be huge because it's the times times that were happening are different. I mean, yeah, to me, like... And then when he becomes a Muslim, he changes his name. That that was huge. Nobody was like really. That's like, like, yeah, that's, I mean, very. But, but but that was still off the court, right? On the court, his sky hook was still the same. So if you didn't pay attention, and and social media wasn't as present, so you could and just the, not yeah, pay attention. Yeah, that too. And also, I think he was. I mean, he played for the Lakers, which I think. At that t- one, the NBA was a growing league at that time. Yeah, exactly. And so there's a lot playing of playing for the Lakers at that time. I don't want to say he could get away with it a little bit more. It's still, I mean, it was still a risk and affected his I, I, I think a lot of like what made it work back then was music was like that. Rock music was very politically driven. Everybody was mad about the Vietnam War. Like it was, there was nothing you could have did about people rebelling against the system. It was a huge movement, right? At that right. time, right? right? It wasn't a, it wasn't like violence against people that chose to not not follow your movement, right? There wasn't social media where people attacked people for not believing what they believe. So you were able to like, as an individual, kind of take a stand things. and just take a stand. Yeah. As opposed to, yeah, I get what you're saying now. Okay, let's talk about the elephant in the room, Kevin Porter Jr. So he is never going to play in the NBA again. Oh, I don't know. Oh, that look, you you think he is? Okay, uh, the thing is. Here's here's the thing. No, I don't think he should. I don't think the NBA is going to let him. I mean, I think Um, he clearly has, well, he's, I mean, if he stays out of jail, first off. He's going to jail. There's a perfect example. Yeah, for sure. So for our listeners who do not know, Kevin Porter Jr., who used to be on the Cavs, first round draft pick, was on the Rockets. And he recently um, beat up his girlfriend. I mean. He didn't beat her up, man. He tried to kill her, man. He tried to kill her. Yes. I mean, he punched her in the face multiple times. He strangled her, broke a vertebrae in her neck. And this is after, you know, yeah, he tried to kill her. Not only he also tried to this is not the first time. He rammed mm-hmm. his car into hers at one point, which also mm-hmm. to me is like if someone's trying to hit your like that that's also they're trying to kill you, right? That's not so but before that, he's got a history of this. And if you're talking about team covering up, the Cavs covered him up they, because he got into that little fight with or thing with the GM of the Cavs. Oh, yeah, and Altman. I don't think they necessarily covered it up because I think that was known. And he'd also gotten into police trouble in Cleveland. So he'd been arrested and had a gun and marijuana. So he was just, this was like, you know. And and the Rockets, then what came out on Twitter too is, so, you know, obviously this incident with his girlfriend, who also happens to be a W or was a WNBA player. She's not on a team right now. He, I don't know, this is sort of, it was Twitter gossip, but apparently in Houston, he was at a club with some of the players, the Rockets, 
and got into some oh with the dj with the dj got into yeah. some disagreement and literally threw the guy's laptop against the wall like destroyed, destroyed the laptop i started yeah. to destroy the strip club yeah and they had to take him out of there and in again like they sort of covered it up for him um probably paid everybody a lot of money to not say too much and but i think those things like i i think yeah you, yeah, I mean, you can't cover up an arrest record, right? And I, I don't think I feel like the altercation with the Cavs wasn't covered up. They just traded him, and they yeah, had. But it was, what was covered up about it was, <laughs> if you follow basketball, you knew, right? But it didn't, it didn't make it further than really like you would have to be paying attention. Right. Well, I think he's a player. I think he wasn't that great, but he wasn't like a superstar. This is the thing. He's not the kind of player that you were going to follow. And, you know, sometimes for us, we're rebellious, right? So we're like, ah, screw the man. You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever. Some GMs, you think they're assholes because they're GMs, right? So a lot of people kind of thought he was, it was one thing. But the one thing is that because they excused that behavior, he just escalated the behavior because he was well, getting away. He had had problems at USC in college. I question whether he escalated the behavior or this has just always been his behavior. I mean, trying to ram your car into someone else's car and then later on trying to strangle them. I mean, those are pretty, you know, I wouldn't say there's escalation there. So Kevin Porter Jr. is not gonna play basketball again for a long yeah, yeah. for a long time he may be end up in jail I, think so, I i love what's happening right now though the houston rockets owner is trying to trade him but here's the thing if i'm a M, if i'm an nba gm right Does damian lillard some, no 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 i want to dump some players i'll take him and draft consideration dump the players and then dump his salary. Take advantage because they really want to get rid of him. So be like, okay, give me something outrageous then. Take it. And then just, just then you just null and void his contract and you'll get two draft picks for getting rid of some of your money. Teams are going to take him. A team is thinking right now, hmm, maybe we should just do this and then we could just wave him. The problem is, is the optics of it are going to look he, he's bad. A piece of shit, so treat him like a piece of shit. Doesn't matter. This I mean, is- true, true. I, I get that. I mean, hey, listen, you want to get get rid of James Harden and no, back I, to Houston? You know, yeah, like. This, <laughs> so the thing is, like, even with the situation, I think what makes me really angry the most is like. That's actually what Philly should actually. That's your Philly answer. Should do the trade. Philly should do the trade. Send James Harden back to Houston. <laughs> take him, dump him because they don't really need. They have enough other, yeah. you know, play, good players. They and don't, is, you know. I don't even understand why whatever happened happened. I don't think like I think the NBA. It's it's hard for you to manage these players outside of. The, the NBA is 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 I think struggling with this. These are like these these like and I and I don't want to put blocks in a generation into what he's doing, but it's 
you can't just keep treat everything the same. As generations change, you kind of have to like. They have to adapt. So he, ad- here's the adapt. thing. Again, he's on a different level, and he's obviously had problems for a while. I think they're trying to work better well, with players in how to to say like you are a public figure. You have to conduct yourself in in a way not just on the court or in the arena, but you know generally in your life yeah. in, and, and, in an outstanding had, way. Yeah. Oh, definitely. And I think like you know you have to kind of it sucks. It doesn't suck, but for the NBA, do you start to really investigate the history of these players? This is your business. Well, I, I don't. I don't. I'm. 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 I don't agree with that. I'm just gonna I, say I don't agree with. I, that. I think. I think so they already. Smart, I, I think. I was thinking about this. I think they already do that subconsciously a little bit. If you look at a lot of the younger players right now, a lot the players that were drafted, they were bringing their families on. They were interviewing them. They were doing all this stuff. A lot of them have parents that were athletes as well. Yeah. And but, but that's, that's that doesn't nece- and actually that doesn't necessarily mean anything. But yeah. I think that there's there's a little vetting that happens when you you have that going on. You just I think that there's I I think there's probably some con- subconscious stuff like or I think there's some stuff <laughs> happening like that anyways with players. I think it's a I think it's a bigger issue of here's the thing. You're giving young people a lot of money. They do not have fully formed frontal lobes yet. Your frontal lobe is not fully formed until you're in your early twenties. So you're giving 19, 20 year olds a lot of money in some cases and and not and you don't know what kind of guidance they have. In some cases they they have their parents guiding them, they have you know, there's there's players that have really, you know, good people around them, I guess. LeBron James is an example of this. I mean, he's made his mistakes, but he had a lot of good people around him guiding him and, and making good decisions, essentially. And the bad decisions he made they, or weren't reflective of his, like, personal life or character. He kept his personal life very private. And, you know, there were no, never been any issues there. How can the NBA provide that guidance? Will they listen when you're giving some, a young person, a lot of money? And maybe they just do need to provide more guidance in that way and mentorship and, and all of that. I mean, there's cameras everywhere now. So all of this stuff can be recorded. All of this stuff gets out and not only can it be recorded but it gets out as soon as it happens so there's no time for you know you to kind of do any kind of damage control to find out what really happened you know in the Kevin Porter Jr. case like the day I think right after it happened Houston put out a statement saying they were investigating the situation and literally by that evening, a couple hours later, there was an article of someone saying, you know, on ESPN, the writer was saying, well, that's not good enough for them to just say they're investigating. And, and you want to kind of be like, dude, it's not even, it's barely been 24 hours since this news has been out. Like, I'm sure they're going to 
do something and handle the situation. Like, what are they supposed to say, you know, an hour after they found out this happened? They have to talk to their legal teams. They have to see what they can do with his contract, what the player union is going to say. You know, there's a lot of stakeholders that you have to deal with. So, but I think there's this also expectation that you say the right thing immediately in reaction to something. Um, And if you don't, you're, you know, there's like, there's something wrong in your organization or you're not doing the right thing. So that also, like those things all play into it. Yeah. It's, 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 it's such a unfortunate situation. Yeah. And like a personal situation away from the like sport itself. He obviously has uh, problems and no one has been able to, to address it or to help him or he's not willing to get help or he doesn't give he doesn't care and doesn't give a shit. You know? I think that the help thing is tough too, because a lot of people, they know how to put like, turn it on and turn it off. Right. So it's right. like, they can make it seem like they're okay and they're getting better and then yeah. turn around and just do the same thing. You know what I mean? So, Again. Yeah. So you can't like, yeah. So how do that, you, how do you manage that? Do you know if the person's telling the truth? I think that's the hardest part. Like it's yeah. almost impossible. So I mean, yeah, it's a really hard to like tragic situation, but it's a lot. It's a lot. Moving on from that heavy topic, is there anything lighter that we can end on as as we wrap it up? What are you looking forward to? I what else did I did we did I send you? you know it's September so it's September training, training camp is about to it's about to start soon so I'm looking forward to yeah. I'm looking forward to the chess matches matches that some of these teams do trying to grab some players because there's still our free agents out there. Well, and so and I'm looking, I'm looking at oh that. oh this is what we need to end on. Oh, I got a text from my dad. I think you know where I'm going with this because you mentioned players out there. I got a text from my dad the other day letting me know before I even saw it on any any social medias or, or anything. My dad saw it first. A great player is returning to the Cavs. Tristan Thompson. Thompson. Tristan Thompson, welcome back to the Cleveland Cavaliers. You are now back where back in the wine and gold, back where he back home where he should be. Um there's something very Cleveland about Tristan Thompson, even though he is very much a Brampton, Brampton guy. He's gonna be a cab this this season. It's a good thing for the Cavs. He definitely showed up in the playoffs for the Lakers a little bit when they decided to play him. And there were, you know, questions saying that they should have been playing him more. And was it the Lakers? Yes. But they're only saying that because when they played him, all of a sudden the Lakers looked like they were close to the, the Nuggets, but yeah. Yeah, they they weren't gonna win. Like it no, was... the Lakers weren't gonna win. But you know, we'll see. We'll see. I think you know, it's really just 
the Cavs are looking for a veteran in the locker room, someone that they don't need to play that much, but can bring that veteran. He won a championship with the Cavs. My dad said he's a better big man than Rolo. (laughs) So, you know, I think it's, I think it's good. So yeah, there are still players like that out there. I mean, I didn't even think about Tristan Thompson. Then I got that text and I was like, Oh, didn't, he was not on my free agent trade, whatever radar for, for coming to the Cavs, certainly not coming to the Cavs, maybe going to another team, but you know, so, so I think, yeah, there will be some, some players. You think the Raptors will pick up anybody? They ain't got no money to spend. James Harden. <laughs> we don't want to know. Listen, I, I believe that the Kawhi thing was a once in a lifetime miracle okay the miracle in toronto genie in a bottle right don't try to replicate that picking up any of these guys and mortgaging their whole future for them i agree on that note we will end it this has been this has been a roller coaster of an episode a lot of ups a lot of downs and we will be back for another one follow us wherever you listen to podcasts like us, subscribe, whatever you do. Follow me on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. I'm at Liz Gallo. Find Remy where you can find him. And we will be back next